What's up guys, this is Brian from Craft Hot Sauce. Hope you are all doing pretty well today. Uh, just talked to Kyle Colson of Hella Hot Hot Sauce. Kyle is the man and really think he differs from every single other hot sauce person just with his creativity. And creativity in his names, creativity in the sauces he's make and the different venues that he's selling into. So uh, he has a lot of really cool partnerships that he delves into, and I'm really lucky to have him on the podcast and meet him this early. So without further ado, here's Kyle from Hella Hot Hot Sauce. Thanks for the time. We have Kyle Colson here of Hella Hot Hot Sauce uh, out of California. So, Kyle, uh, I'll let you introduce yourself. Maybe if you could tell us a little bit about Hella Hot and what you guys are up to. Hey, Brian. Uh, yeah, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff here. We're a fruit-based hot sauce out of San Jose. Um, I was created this a couple years ago, and it's been, I'd say, three years, almost four years into it now. Um, we're now working out of uh, Psycho Donuts and Campbell, which is kind of fun, kind of different. We've got to collaborate with those guys a little bit. Cool. And uh, small batch, you know, like 200 bottles a batch, um, different stuff. Uh, kind of being a little bit different uh, in the sense of wanting to be the Ben and Jerry's of hot sauce. Uh, um, wanted to make something that is unique and something that has never been done. Um, really trying my best in making some unique sauces and right now also battling different things with the state of California. So we're actually having to sell as a cold product right now, um, which is a little bit of a feat, but we're still making it and um, doing collaborative work with all different kinds of people. So it's, it's actually starting to happen. So I'm really excited. Good stuff. Okay, cool. So how long have you guys been like hella hot, hot sauce? I mean, is this, like how, when did you guys start your operation? Uh, my wife and I uh, started doing some stuff out of our kitchens uh, a couple years back <clears throat> and was looking at doing the California cottage food law um, until I got into all aspects of you know, applying, got denied, and then I realized that if I want to make it or break it, time to do it or not do it. And uh, our friend owns the Psycho Donuts, and he's like, hey, I have a commercial kitchen if you'd like to rent it. So that kind of opened up my opportunity to be able to do the commercial route. Um, cool. We contacted the state. I went through all the other avenues. Uh, I formed an LLC. I trademarked the product. I copyrighted. Uh, I'll take one of each. Um, I've done a lot of that legwork in the sense of uh, the licensing and certifications and stuff. And um, now uh, going full bore with our cold product. Nice. Well, I know like that stuff is kind of boring and it's kind of a headache. And but I I've kind of speaking to a lot of people that they're doing their homemade sauce, and they want to take it to the next level. But then they have kind of the red tape of making sure they have a certified kitchen, uh, doing a lot of the the business things. I mean, what was 
what did you have to do in addition to just finding a certified kitchen and incorporating your business? Um, it was a lot. Um, really taking time of your own to uh, research what you had to do. I invested a lot of time and money, basically. Um, went through the avenue of going to our uh, city hall, going to every other city office to sign up for every license I needed to be able to sell. And, you know, it was a lot of tooth and nail type stuff, trying to figure out what you needed um, and then investing the time on your day off to be able to do it. And I know a lot of people don't have that or may have a little bit of that. And it's just kind of if you really have a passion or believe in what you're doing um, to where I just kind of went full bore with it. Um, nice. It's, it's been, you know, a huge step from the college food law stuff because once we got denied that, I had to go into, yes, the, the kitchen, but then also having the state come and inspect the kitchen, go through what um, I was going to do as a canning license. So um, I was going to go do all that through the state, and um, it was just to the point where it was so expensive for being a mom and pop facility, I wasn't going to make any money. I was going to be giving it all to the state. So yeah. our inspector, uh, she actually gave me a loophole to get my PFR and sells cold product. And I thought, well, we can do that for a while. And I kind of started really mulling over the thought of it and thinking, well, I can set up my own refrigerators. I can set up my own cold product stations and get through the loophole other than sticking with, you know, um, paying the state thousands of dollars to have my canning license, or my next really big thing is going into a bottling facility. So that's where we're kind of grassroots, kind of with the refrigerators, grassroots with everything until we're able to get the money to go into the next level. Cool. Sounds good. Um... And it sounds like you, you have a friend that has that commercial kitchen. Um, seems like you got you kind of have a, a bit of a, not so much a posse, but definitely a, a community um, kind of sharing uh, across industries. Uh, you mentioned you kind of are working with a band called Ghoul. I mean, could you kind of maybe talk about some of the, the relationships crossing over with hot sauce that you might have in the area? Yeah, uh, you know, Oakland has a lot of good uh, use coming out of it, food, all kinds of stuff. And locally in the San Francisco Bay Area, we've got, you know, a conglomerate of it all. Um, with us being 45 minutes to Oakland and San Francisco from San Jose, it's really nice. Uh, and I, I mean, myself, I listen to all different kinds of music, and <clears throat> I tend to reach out to individuals um, on a whim and to see if they're interested. Um, these guys are from the area. They're kind of like Guar. They've been accepted by the band Guar and thrash metal with uh, surf uh, influence. And um, I just sent them a message one night and they're interested. And we've been working now on a uh, Puri Puri sauce. And it's nice. been. A lot of fun. Um, now it's called Brain Jerk after their song, and uh, was collaborating with the recipe, the label, 
and um, I've printed it up. Now this Friday, we're going to be doing a full-on release at their concert in Oakland at the uh, Oakland Metro Opera House. Nice. And uh, really excited for it. Uh, I know the guys are really excited because they really like it a lot. Um, and I know that the, one of the lead members was all about, uh, I believe it's Nando's period, period out of New York City or New York area. Um, and I've never heard of Peri Peri, so it kind of got me researching that bird's eye chili and trying to do my own twist of really what the original recipe would be. And um, I harvested local oranges myself. And we did an orange base African Puri Puri sauce. Okay, interesting. Yeah, maybe if you could kind of like delve into a little bit about, I mean, I'm looking at the sauces that you guys have, and it seems like a lot of times you like to pair it with fruit. Um, I mean, you kind of just obviously described how you came to that different, that, that sauce there, but what, do you kind of have a process in terms of experimenting and finding new sauces? Um, you know, with fruit, I want to be unique just in general. Um, and then, uh, experimentation, it really just kind of goes on the whim. Uh, it depends on who we're working with or it just depends on the fruit that I'm working with. Uh, I know we're doing collaborative work with circus sideshow, um, people that have kind of really tested my boundaries within flavors. Um, and I've made it happen. Um, <clears throat> but, there are other things of just the oddball flavors that I like to work with, like our pterodactyl, you know. Uh, like your, your um, what? Your pterodactyl? Pterodactyl. Oh, yeah, pterodactyl. Yeah, okay. hot sauce is a really kind of unique flavor uh, because carrots go well with habanero. Yeah. And the apple just kind of was a different bite in the recipe. Okay. Um, so, so where do you get the names? Because I see, I'm on the site and I see Boobzilla, Brain Jerk, Psychotic Pineapple. Um, so where, where does the uh, kind of the originality and creativeness come from that? <laughs> well, if those couple you mentioned are collaborative sauces we've worked with. Um, the artist that has done the label work is John Seabury. Um, the Psychotic Pineapple is actually the band Psychotic Pineapple. Okay. Cool. And John is Pino Man, and he is a famous uh, poster artist slash musician who is out of Berkeley and lives in San Jose now. And him and I have been working on different collaborative stuff uh, as of our labels. So John's done our Boobzilla label, which going to that one, uh, she's a circus sideshow performer, the amazing Boobzilla from No No Variety Show, and uh, I just went to New Orleans and represented that product a couple weeks ago um, at the um, Southern Sideshow Hootenanny, and it was a four-day convention in New Orleans with circus sideshow performers. Um, and I'm going to be launching a circus sideshow uh, line of product in July at the California Hot Sauce Expo. Um, with the performers there, and John will be there as well. Um, so it's kind of an interest of mine that I kind of threw in, and music as well, like the Psychotic Pineapple. Uh, Brain Jerk is the band's song, so we're given the right to be able to name it Brain Jerk and then be able to make a collaborative product with them. 
Cool. I mean, it's really kind of interesting and unique. I, I, I don't know too many hot sauce companies, or actually really any that are really collaborating that well, but um, it kind of seems like you're, you're kind of working with a demographic that might be similar. Some people say chili heads, other people say hot sauce lovers, but I mean, is there kind of like a certain type of person that particularly likes your sauces or kind of your marketing or anything like that? Um, you know, it comes from like I've had uh, mothers or grandmothers say, hey, that's the guy in my refrigerator um, <laughs> at events, you know, um, to we've had a demographic that has been very, very broad. Uh, my wife was just selling at Whole Foods through the San Jose Maid uh, little group in San Jose. They um, put up all the small business and entrepreneur businesses uh, throughout San Jose, and we did a pop-up market, and uh, some gentlemen bought some to take to Africa with them. So, wow. God only knows, really. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's funny to think uh, people in Africa seeing it, but I mean, people, that's what I've kind of learned, uh, having craft hot sauce profiles from all over the world, that uh, people love hot sauce, and especially if it's kind of local, uh, from local food, small batch, uh, definitely get a, a bit of a better taste there. But so, I mean, just kind of what I was saying, we have people, followers from all over the world. And um, what I've kind of heard is there's a battle between kind of the hot sauce capital of the world from being kind of in Louisiana versus California. And I mean, how would you describe what the, the California hot sauce scene or culture is like? You know, it's kind of funny, uh, Ryan. It's almost like the craft brewing industry. Um, it's gotten to that level to where uh, I was just at a uh, craft brew store locally buying some product uh, for my, my brewing kettle, which I use a brewing kettle for beer uh, to make my sauce. And it's uh, kind of interesting. They're kind of laughing, you know, like, what are you doing? You're not making beer in this thing, are you? I'm like, no, I'm, you know, borrowing my, my hot sauce out of it. And uh, they said, like, wow, this is almost like the craft brew industry. And it really is because yeah. even in our area, we've got, God, I can think of at least four or five different sauces that I'll see at California Hot Sauce Expo. And um, they're all in local competition or whatever you may say. But uh, all really good people, great product, and everybody is just putting out good product that is i guess to their liking or even to their smaller niche community per se or even now we're looking at a billion dollar industry yeah and, and it's growing fast and what i've found is just how competitive it is to get into kind of the craft hot sauce and small batch hot sauce industry but um, the great thing that, from what I've heard, at least in, in my experiences so far, is how collaborative, collaborative and helpful people are. They're like, kind of even at the expos, I, I don't know if you can speak to this here, but um, kind of people just giving them advice as they're scaling up, who's helping them out, um, what are some tips, instead of kind of giving them the cold shoulder and uh, trying to get some more of their own hot sauce sales. But um, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's. I've even seen from last year going to the first California Hot Sauce Expo, and we're going to be there again this year. And nice. I want to give a shout out to Steve Seabury. Uh, Steve's a man. 
Uh, the guy is killing it right now with the New York City Hot Sauce Expo, California, and now Portland, Arizona. I mean, the guy is a phenomenal soul, uh, makes great product, and is just doing such a great thing for the industry. So I'm going um, to the New York... wasn't for... I'm going, to the, that? I'm going to the New York Hot Sauce Festival in just about three weeks now. How would you... Kind of lucky dog. Yeah. How would you describe it in like a kind of a quick way to people that haven't been uh, to his? I have not been. Um, We were invited to go, and I really wanted to go, but it was just expense, you know. And being the small mom pop operation we are right now, I just really couldn't foot it. But uh, how would you describe the California hell of an experience? How would you describe the California? Hot Sauce Expo. Uh, we had a blast. It was so much fun. Uh, Steve puts on a great event. And we had, you know, the uh, different eating contests, 40 different hot sauce vendors from all over, from Australia, California, you know, all over the nation. Um, very kind of intimate in a sense of individuals where we all get to, to talk and it's a good networking uh, area for the makers. But um, the area is beautiful, Long Beach. So we're, we're using the same same one again, uh, Rainbow Lagoon, and uh, I'm really looking forward to getting into July. Uh, yeah, if anybody's listening that is going to go, I highly recommend. It is awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's just a different experience. I know the New York City fans are going to be getting a lot more with the screaming memes. They're getting better contests because it's been built up for the last four years I believe there and then with us out here we're going on our second so you know I mean it takes time to be able to build but um seems like Steve's really killing it and really putting it out there for the hot sauce uh entrepreneurs yeah I'm pumped for him and for myself because I get to experience it but uh I mean he's been expanding really fast and it's hard to do that and not keep the quality as high as his expos are um so that's kudos to him because i mean there's the craft hot sauce industry is very big but it's only a fraction to some industries like the craft brewery so uh great leaders like steve and kind of other people bringing more awareness to great hot sauces and everything uh it's it's fun to kind of um see the companies and hear from the people there so i'm sure uh, oh yeah being there I in mean, person check out vic, vic clinko uh cover magazine vic has yep. got the uh crazy hot sauce museum going on in his house he was just in berkeley's liver and Nile a little while ago uh vic's amazing soul um i highly recommend speaking to him um you know k john is really uh the hall of famer legend right now that vic gets to work with um so we've got some of these, these guys that are making it and been doing it for a long time that I think people never even knew. Totally. And um, kind of get to these expos and get to talk to them. You kind of get to look up to what they've built and the empire they've kind of built for themselves and uh, kind of look up to that like any other would be to, you know, a big craft brew maker or another, you know, craft product being made. Um and everybody's super sweet and just really open to, to chat and hang out, you know, and uh, kind of share whatever information just to be able to help out. Totally, yeah. And uh, 
hate to do a quick self-promotion, but I put together a 2016 calendar for um, hot sauce festivals across the world. So definitely um, check them out. I have some in Europe. I have some in Australia, and I have some all over the U.S. So definitely uh, take a look and attend one that's as close because I'm sure you'll, you'll learn a lot and definitely find a, a few new favorite hot sauces. Um, but if we could kind of go into your hot sauces, I mean, do you have like one that's always coming off the shelf that's most popular? Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. People get <laughs> kind of get scared of the hella hot name because it is hella hot hot sauce. <laughs> um, we're working right now with the Sacramento Rivercats, a minor league baseball team in Sacramento that's a San Francisco Giant affiliate. And uh, some of the guys were saying, oh, it's too hot for me. It's hella hot, you know. But um, I base my flavor around, or my sauce around flavor. Um, our least hot that is most popular, which, you know, has a kick to it, is the jalapeno cucumber. Mm. And it's something that is very subtle, unique flavor. Um, I can even do it raw and... Uh, then, you know, the canned process is, is our number one. But I like to do the raw one sometimes just as, you know, like a party flavor or something as an hors d'oeuvre at home for the thing or something. But, yeah. Uh, that really has been our number one. And then uh, getting into the other flavors, like I do, I do a lot of seasonal stuff. So out of it all, I think the jalapeno cucumber is probably our number one, though, Brian. Okay, nice. And, I mean, you kind of talked about seasonal. I mean, are where are you kind of like, obviously a lot of people just make some experiment batches and and sell them around the area. I mean, where are you primi- primarily selling your hot sauce? Um, like I was talking about before, going grassroots, um, we started at Psycho Donuts. And Psycho Donuts was my first location. Um, the owner gave me the rights, you know, to say, hey, we're storing it here. Why not sell it here? Nice. And uh, went from that into a couple other random ideas of mine. Uh, a friend of a friend knows an owner of a motor automotive body, you know, shop. So I thought, hey, you know, you've got guys going in picking the car. Everybody loves hot sauce. Let's try it out. <laughs> That's so I contact awesome. the owner. He, he throws his own concerts and whatnot there at the at the garage and uh now motorpool automotive is probably my number one buyer of awesome <laughs> that's it's crazy it's probably quite the, hilarious the coolest uh kind of shop there having concerts and selling hot sauce i mean not too many <laughs> that might be the only one in the country doing that so and you know what <laughs> i think he might be uh, <laughs> check out motorpool automotive in campbell california uh, Steve Sherrill is a really great guy. I kind of call him the brother from another mother. Uh, him and I kind of got on a foot through just email, and uh, I started slanging our sauce at his little local concerts. He does a lot of um, community stuff and giving back to the community through Goodwill and all these other Sacred Hearts. And... Uh, so we did a couple of events, now I set up a fridge in the shop, and all the employees buy the product, and everybody that comes through the door seems like they're buying product with their car, you know, bill, which is kind of cool, you know, yeah. it's a random night, random, random place, but it worked. Um, awesome. And then 
We're at Tap Tempo Music. It's a uh, guitar shop on Basque Avenue in San Jose. And then um, Psycho Donuts as well. So we're at three different locations there. Heat Hot Sauce Shop in Berkeley, which Dylan and his wife are awesome. I highly recommend speaking with them. And I'm trying to think if there's another spot. There might be one more location that I'm forgetting. Okay. So I'm do... just trying to pretty much push it. My Oh, um, Stateside Crafts in Long Beach. Okay. So do people put hot sauce on their donuts? Is that a, is that a thing at Psycho Donuts? Um, well, you know what? We've done a collaborative donut twice now, Psycho Donuts. Uh, we were just uh, the beer and baking classic at Levi Stadium and did a uh, carrot apple uh, glaze mm. on the donut hole with bacon. Damn, you, you can't, you can you can never go wrong with bacon. At the end. No, no, yeah. not at all. Cool. <laughs> um, all right, kind of out of the blue question here. Um, do you have any like crazy hot sauce stories? Whether somebody like consuming the hot sauce or any crazy stories making it where something blew up or kind of anything funny through like your hot sauce <laughs> career. <laughs> Um, I've had a couple of random things happen in the kitchen to me, myself, and all making. Uh, <laughs> bottling machine goes crazy, you know, sauces everywhere, burning myself, and stuff, bottle, or um, crazy stories as in going to events and can't believe who I'm hanging out with, or, you know, these other crazy events to where I'm like, oh, wait a minute, we're doing this? I'm like, I can't believe I'm even in this room. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's been quite phenomenal. I mean, I really pushed the pushed the limit of, of you know being the dreamer. You know, uh, you really got to ask anybody that you want to ask to work with or speak with any of that stuff. I mean, there's no limitation. Uh, we live once. I, I I look at that as another highlight. You know, to where if someone tells me no, then fine. You know, I have no sweat off of my back. I'm going to keep on going and asking and trying to work with people, you know. Uh, and that's where now we've collaborated and uh, done a song called Burning Inside with one of my favorite musicians, um, Al Jurgensen for Ministry. And uh, we got to work with Al. He's a great guy. And uh, that was kind of a dream, you know. And then now we're doing the Google products. Um, amazing Boobzilla, I have a sword swallower sauce, a fire breather sauce, uh, a bearded lady sauce. So pretty much hit the, the little area of the certain sideshow for uh, Long Beach uh, Expo. We'll be doing probably six different certain sideshow hot sauces That's that awesome. I'm hoping to have all the performers there as well performing at our booth. So I'm hoping we stand out amongst all the others by doing some of the odd and um, serving up some really unique flavors. Totally. And, like, the cool thing is, like, it's so creative what you're doing and, and out there. Um, but it, it's it's really cool how you have a really damn good hot sauce backing it up. It isn't just the name and uh, the creativity. It's There's actually a story behind the hot sauce, and it tastes pretty damn good. Um, so, I mean, where do where would you like to see Hella Hot Sauce in five years? Five years from now, Brian, I'd yeah. like to see myself out of my day job, 
Um, I'm a uh, lead uh, gardener at Stanford University. That's what I do. I've been doing that for 12 years. And um, I would really like to be able to see that progression to step out to where I'm able to do what my passion is and to be able to produce a quality product, um, local product, and get into a local bottling facility. Um, that's my next step. And hope to work with, you know, more uh, phenomenal people and uh, kind of see just the progression grow and grow. Cool. Nice. And, uh, I mean, it's exciting to see the opportunity out there because uh, I know you have a lot of really good connections and people know you pretty well. And um, just kind of the more you're learning and the more people are learning about you, I mean, the, the next steps are kind of endless. So, uh that's that's really cool. I mean, kind of finishing up here. I mean, do you have any advice to people that are pretty like pretty new to starting their own business? They might be kind of doing their first homemade batches, flirting with the idea of incorporating, and actually starting to sell to people. I mean, what would your advice to be be to be to those people? Um, don't stop. You know, uh, keep on doing it. You know, pile your wares on your bodies. You know, do everything you need to do. Uh, there's something you believe in, you know, believe in yourself, believe in your product. Um, and like I said, don't stop doing it. You know, I mean, it's something that like we all love to make at home, um, but you're going to have to make those you know, endless pots of coffee and endless cases of Red Bull, you know, <laughs> and to be able to really be up all night on the internet researching your boss and researching all the information you need for yourself um, within your, you know, where you live and to be able to make everything truly legitimate for yourself, you know, and to be able to cover all aspects to where you feel comfortable and you know that you're, you know, a legitimate business. But um, I really, really just want everybody to do what they believe in, you know. Totally. Uh, that's great advice. Um, and, and just kind of one last question here. Um, besides going to one of Steve Seabury's uh, hot sauce expos, I mean, do you have any kind of ass and and uh, buying your own hella hot hot sauce? Because people totally need to do that and, and check out his website. I'll put the links in the show notes and kind of talk about some of your events coming up. But do you kind of have any asks or requests or kind of anything to sign off for our followers, kind of chilly heads listening uh, to this podcast today? Um, you know, any questions, just give me a call. You know, my uh, phone number, uh, we'll put it out there, uh, 408-661-4510. Uh, email info at hellhothotsauce.com. Um, shoot me a PM on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want. You know, I'm a very open soul. Um, I'll take any any information or even, you know, give any information per se. Um, I want to be pretty much open in every avenue to the Chile world, to the Chile community, and to just everyone. Cool. Well, Kyle, I'll definitely make sure to, to link to your social channels in our, our show notes and uh, the page on crafthotsauce.com. But can't thank you enough for joining the podcast today. You're doing some amazing stuff, and I really like the creativity and the dedication to some local products, making some really good damn hot sauce. So, Kyle, thank you. No, thank you.
Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, one last request, if that's all right, if you can hang on for 15 more seconds. Uh, if you like that, please review on iTunes and uh, give us some feedback. We're always looking to get a little bit better, but uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. And stay tuned and make sure you subscribe so you listen to our next podcast. Thank you.